don't ever, ever underestimate me. I've got a B in GCSE French. I won an egg and spoon race once. I know the words to Candle in the Wind. Let's get on with it, shall we? Hi, thanks for joining me. My name is Jade English and I was on The Apprentice last year. Tonight on The Apprentice Qualified, I'm actually coming at you all the way from the Philippines. I've also asked my biggest critic to come on, my own father, because I think he'll really enjoy this one. Well, thanks for coming on, Dad. I'm actually glad that you're for this um, Final Five one. Good, I like it. Listen, it's something I look forward to every Christmas. It's a sign that Christmas is coming along when you get five five young individuals being ripped to pieces mercilessly on the BBC. Ever the <laughs> caring, <laughs> caring person. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I've got to ask, was it, was it weird when you found out that I was going on this last year then, obviously, because you watch it? Absolutely, because each week we didn't really have an idea as to what was going to happen. We did have an idea that you weren't going to be coming out that week because we sort of had an idea that you, you'd make so that the next week, you know, when you, when you see you on there, you, I've, you, you never told me in advance what was happening. It's weird, yes, when I'm watching you on there and it's you, but it's sort of not you at the same time as well. So, do you think that I came across like me? I do. I think I think you came across really, really well. I think you were by far the most professional one, and that's not just me being your dad. Um, I think it's me being objective. I think you were very, very professional uh, from the start to the finish, and it was a bit of a surprise uh, when you were uh, fired just before the um, the last five. Oh, thanks, Dad. We should podcast all the time. It's bonding time. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you can pay me. You can pay me for that comment later. Are you surprised that it's Sean and Camilla? Well, I think it's a very tricky one, isn't it? I think that, to be honest with you, Daniel came over the best and he's potentially got the best product. But the problem is it's around, basically around getting drunk to begin with and then trying to cure it afterwards. And I do feel it's a bit of a problem for Lord Sugar in uh, putting his name to something where, to begin with, you've got to get drunk because that's going to cause some problems. Uh, I think for ages they need a hangover cure, though, so I do think it is a really good product. It's a great product. Well, as you know, he's sold over a million, so, I mean, it must be good. Mm. And what do you think of Camilla and Sean, then? To be honest with you, I'm pretty chuffed with myself because I told that it would be these two. Very good. Well, I think Camilla's sold about three glasses of nut milk out of her own kitchen. But Um, it will will go down well. It'll go down well. When you say it'll go down well, what do you mean? You mean it'll go <laughs> it'll go down your mouth well, or it'll go down as a business well? No, I think I think it'll be really successful because I, I do think that she's got a really good brand. I know that it's a bit risque, but I think that that's the sort of thing that my generation buy into. Well, she's also got a lot of family that need jobs as well, hasn't she? So, <laughs> so I think that's quite important as well. It's like a little job creation scheme for her family, isn't it? Well, this is what I was going to do if I got to the final five with you, Dad, but I didn't manage to do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and me working together, that's a, a recipe for success, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're on about. <laughs> anyway, this anyway. Is the starting point's got to be. It's, it's looking at the people who are doing the interviews and, you know, you look at them and it's like, I've never seen such white sets of teeth for a start, uh, dodgy, <laughs> dodgy fake tans and, uh, and various trips to the, uh, to the uh, what do they call them, 
aesthetic theologist. Anyway, basically people who will pump you for the aesthetics. Yeah, to aesthetic people. Anyway, so yeah, so it's always an interesting just to see them, isn't it? See what's what they've had done over the course of the last year. Never mind what they actually then ask uh, as questions. Do you think that if you were, because I know you, I think if you were in their position, you would be just as harsh as they are to the candidates? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, there's no TV in in having a nice cuddly chat, is there, really? You know, so they're basically, also, they're basically, I don't know if they were chopping onions in the office as well, because they got them all to cry, didn't they? I I reckon that what they did, they just got them all there and they just started chopping onions just slightly out of camera shot. So they started crying and blubbing. So sympathetic. No, you've got to remember at this point, they've had next to no sleep. They will have um, been doing their business plans for about half an hour beforehand <laughs> and then put in front of these people. Don't judge others by yourself. Them. Well, there you go. So I don't know. I, I felt okay. a little bit sorry for them. So obviously the people that they got rid of were Sabrina, Khadija and Daniel. What yes. did you think of Khadija and what did you think of Sabrina? Well, Sabrina was the first to go, wasn't she? And I just think that Lord Sugar just couldn't put up with her babbling on anymore. I just think she wouldn't shut up. And so the only way to get to stop her was to get rid of her and sack her. I think that was the, the, the starting point. I think, listen, she, I think she's potentially, she's been kept in for the last few weeks because she definitely does have an eye for business. I think that the, 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 the tennis tournaments that she, she's got... Listen, if she's got the problem that she's having to cancel because she can't get enough people to staff them and they're too popular, well, I mean, there are, there are worse problems to have, aren't there, in terms of uh, tennis tournaments. Um, mm. but, you know, actually, yeah, she's very young. And I know she wanted to say she'd been international. I think she'd been international because she'd gone on a quick trip to the States. It's like me saying I went to Spain last year and saying that, uh, you know, we're going to take it European. But I said, listen, I think she's got a, it's, it's a good idea. Again, whether it's something that you're going to make a lot of money at, I think it's a tricky one. Definitely a tricky one because it relies on having a lot of people, you know, because they're quite heavy in terms of, you know, um, in tennis, in getting tennis coaches. So it's, I think it's, a, it's definitely a tricky one. And what um, about Khadija? Well, Khadija, I think Lord Sugar hit it on the head when I think she would be a very, very tricky person to work with. I think she managed to calm it down at certain points in time, but I don't think it would take very much to send that girl um, uh, over the top, would it? She's She's just got a... She's a bit of a, a loose cannon, really, and I think she'd blow up at, at, at anything um, at any point in time. And what do you think? Um, so, Sabrina, I have to say, I, I really liked her at the beginning. I've actually spoken to her on the phone. She is a really, really nice girl. When I saw her throwing people under the bus a few times in the boardroom, it got under my skin because I know how tense that situation is. So putting myself in other people's shoes, I could sympathise with why she was rubbing them up the wrong way. But I'd say uh, I really want her again this episode because I did start to see what I liked about her in the first place. Deidre as well. I think that, yeah, she she does come across aggressive. It's weird because in... (laughs) I do always think, actually, I'd love to see you on The Apprentice, Dad, because I think... I've got some bad lot... news. I think I'm a bit old. Uh, well, I, don't, I think it's when, you, when you're nearly as old as Lord Sugar, I think that you've, you're not going to make it, are you, really, at that? No, maybe not. But I, I think a lot of the time people go on these programmes and they don't actually realise who they are and how they come across. So I think it'd be really interesting, and I think it would probably change her life quite a lot watching herself back yep. on this show, because she might actually start to see herself in a different light 
I don't I think know. She just, she just needs a bit of time to match. Who, this Khadija or Sabrina? Khadija. Oh, Khadija. I agree. I think she needs to look at herself. Listen, she's obviously done really, really well. She started with 20 quid and she's converted into £72,000 a year's worth of earnings. Unfortunately, to then go give me 250000 and I'll turn it into £1.4 That's Listen, that is a very, very tricky a very, very tricky thing to do. Um, but listen, to what she's done, you know, setting up a business is very, very difficult. And if she's got it to that level of turnover, doing what she's doing, that is fantastic. But to then take it to a much larger scale, it, it requires a different sort of set of skills. So it's, it is very tricky. Yeah. I, um, I do, I'm really rooting for her, though, so I do hope that she does do well from it. So yes, that's absolutely. that one. And Very then, okay, good. moving on to, we I don't think we've really spoken about Sean. So, Sean, I we think she... We haven't spoken about Dan, Daniel, have we? Because Daniel, Daniel was prepared I, to go. I know, but I just don't find... And this sounds awful. I can't... I don't feel like I've got anything to talk about about Daniel. Daniel, I know that what do you mean? He, has the, he had the best hairstyle in the, the art oh. task. <laughs> You've got to say, oh that man changed... I've never heard... I actually started to believe what he was talking about with the art myself. It was fantastic. It was like it was, like, it was art in itself, just listening to him describing the paintings. Daniel had definitely got the gift of the gab. Um, and I think, however, there were some... I think if we were being very polite, some factual inaccuracies in what he'd said, um, that, you know, he'd sold 45,000, which, listen... Selling 45,000 is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, however, slightly different to selling a million. Um, yeah. And then, you know, again, I think, you know, you've got to be, look at this. He said he's one of the fastest growing brands in the UK. Well, if he started from next to nothing, you don't have to sell a lot more to actually be one of the fastest growing brands in the UK. So factually, he could actually have been correct, although probably wasn't quite in the spirit of things that Amazon were looking at. But, you know... I said, uh, he, he definitely, you've got to listen, when you're running a business, you've got to be optimistic. And I definitely think he erred on the side of optimism. Okay, maybe, okay, maybe he is a good businessman, but he just wasn't amazing television. Um, maybe. There I is could... a difference. There is a difference. I didn't, uh, I'm sure, I think he would be a really nice guy and I'd like to, yes. yeah, I think he's a nice guy. But to watch on telly, he was like, yeah, all right, take him or <laughs> leave him. There was always a, a whiff of BS whenever he turned up on the screen. Yeah. And then Sean. Okay, so Sean's... I've, I've had a look at her swimsuits, and they are actually really, really nice. I don't... I'm just trying to think. At uni, if I would have paid 50 quid for a, a swimsuit, I don't think we would have had that sort of money, but they are really nice, and loads of people do go to pool parties now. They do. I have, I have again, had a look at the website. Purely, purely I'd like to add... Uh, for to be able to talk about them with you uh, on the Apprentice podcast. I'm sure. I'd just like to add. Listen, she sold... Listen, again, she's done very well. I think that, uh, was it, Linda was slightly, um, yeah, cruel to say that her her one didn't look any different to the one that she showed her uh, in, the, in the boardroom. I think that um, Sean's designs are... I'd call, I'd call them unique. Um, you know, if you wore some of them, I might be slightly... <laughs> I'd be slightly concerned. But, you know, <laughs> the bottom line is they are... But then again, what do I know about fashion? I think that they are, you know, they're definitely for younger people. They're different. And she's managed to sell 400 of them, which is excellent. Obviously, to scale up again, to sell 17,000 is 
a, a big ask again. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's in with a load of the uh, <laughs> Cheshire housewives from round us. I'd pay good money not to see them in some of those designs. <laughs> it, it's very difficult to come up with an idea for a business. She's come up with a different idea. She's got her own spin on it. And, you know, she it has been very, very calm the whole way through. She's been like the ice maiden, hasn't she, when she's been in the boardroom. When everybody else is shouting and screaming, she just stays quiet and focused and gets on with it. Yeah, I think she does. And I mean, she's absolutely gorgeous. I was staring at her face before thinking <laughs> she literally hasn't got she literally hasn't got one thing on her face that isn't perfect <laughs> <laughs> i'm here in my pajamas with frizzy hair so um yeah <laughs> and then lastly camilla camilla's been my favorite the whole way through i absolutely yes. love her i'm really happy she's in the final uh listen again i think she's done very very well she's got a very very early business early stage business she's she's got three months experience and her total sales have been £1,297. You know, I'm sure we've spent more, more, more on drink on a good night out, haven't we? So mm. it, it's, uh, it really is very, very early stages. It's a good idea, um, but having a good idea is completely different from uh, a lot of people wanting to buy it. And importantly, it's all about getting into those supermarkets. But maybe Lord Sugar reckons that, you know, his backing will get that into the supermarkets. Rather like... Um, Peter Jones got the reggae reggae sauce into Sainsbury's on the Dragon's Den. Did he? He did. He did, and that's what made it, because uh, he, uh, the guy came on, sang a song, uh, and then Peter Jones backed it, but he's, it's, you know, it's worth millions now. <laughs> yeah. I've met him. He's absolutely huge. Like, huge. He is. He's about, I think, cause, uh, he's about six foot eight, I think. He, and again, strangely enough, he was a professional tennis player. Was he? He was. So maybe he'd have backed Sabrina, you see. Maybe he would have. That would have been interesting. Well, I think if Camilla was to get that into some large supermarkets, I think she'll absolutely smash it. Because I know, really struggle, because I can't have dairy, and yes. I really struggle to find something that I can have on the go when I'm out and about. And yep. if I was to find that in a supermarket, it's healthy in comparison to a lot of crap out there I would definitely definitely buy it so and I know there's a lot of other girls my age who would buy it yeah. too and boys I'm sure but they might mm, oh that's a good point actually I don't think boys would buy it if it had all that pink the weird stuff on it no well I think that's just a it needs a slight rebrand doesn't it um so I think the idea is a reasonable one but again it's it, is it something that another large company could you know if, if it starts selling they could do it bigger, better, and cheaper uh, a couple of days down the line. And I think that's one of the problems. It's not, there's not actually a good brand there, is there? There's uh, the germs of a good brand, but there isn't actually a good brand there to begin with. And, and if, if it works well, then, you know, own labels, the supermarkets, basically anybody else could turn up with something very, very similar uh, literally in a, in a few days. Well, you say this, but I think if you look at a lot of product, they pump absolute rubbish in this stuff to make the shelf life longer yes. so if you look at the back of um a lot of these drinks some of the chemicals and stuff that are in there you think how is it even legal to put that into your body so i do think that is potentially where it would be different i don't think she would allow them to start putting that rubbish in it 
No, but sometimes they have to. I mean, the, the, one of the things about making it, it shouldn't be legal. It shouldn't be. It yeah. shouldn't be legal. It drives me up the absolute wall that we basically give children and people chemicals that yeah. clearly are not meant for human consumption, and then we're so confused as to why people are ill and that like I, IBS and stuff is on the rise when. At the end of the day, it's just common sense. We're pumping exactly. chemicals into our body. Does, and of does, course, does, does Camilla's stuff, Ill. does that affect people with nut allergies? Well, of course, people with nuts aren't going to be able to drink nut milk, are they? No, but I mean, but also, when I go on a plane, not only can I not have a bag of peanuts, but no one else on the plane can. And, you can't, and even if you open them, people with nut allergies can smell it and they get ill as well. So would, for instance, if I was having a nut drink in, I know, a cafe or something, would that affect other people that have nut allergies? But you could say this about anything. There's like most coffee shops now do almond milk, oat milk. Obviously oats aren't yeah. nuts, but like there's all different types of nut milks now. That's a good point, actually. I've never thought about that. I wonder if people with nut allergies can't go into half the cafes in England now. Exactly. See, I, this is, I just I don't know. So Save, save the nut allergy people. <laughs> exactly. Now, I was, you see, now, what I was going to say before the very end of the programme was maybe Lord Sugar this year was going for a slightly different approach because last year he obviously invested into two people. He invested into Sarah and James. And as it came up to the end this year, I was going to say, will he either invest in three of them or none of them? No. Now, now at the end of the day, obviously, we've seen him go, you're going to be my business partner. But I was honestly getting to the point at the end when I thought, is he just going to you know, try to spice it up a bit and go, to be perfectly honest, I'm not going to invest in anybody this year? No, because then everyone will be like, what is the point? Now it's different. Yeah, Do you think he was right to invest in two people last year? No, I, th I think that he uh, got a sore bottom sitting on the fence. You need uh, to be honest about this. I, I know what you think. <laughs> I know what you think about this. So what do, what honestly, did I think? Well, I, th well, I think the recruitment, basically, I think it was uh, probably quite a good deal for him because I think you can get a significant value within a recruitment business in a short period of time. So I'd say from James's point of view, to be perfectly honest, uh, Lord Sugar got a very, very good deal. And the other one, which is investing basically in repackaged swizzle sweets, which I don't, although obviously the important thing was she put a bow around the top, didn't she? So that made it completely different from anybody else's swizzle sweets. Mm, I did see some very similar looking sweets in the shop the other day and thought, ooh. Did it have a bow on? No bow, no uh, bow well, actually. Well, in that case, it's completely different. But Sarah is amazing. And I think even, I mean, I'd give her 250 grand just for being a legend. Okay. <laughs> right, there you excellent. go. <laughs> Will you give me 250 grand as well, please? Uh, I'll just hire you. You can be one of my employees. Excellent. Oh, yes. Well, it's just like Camilla, where she's just going, to, because she's going to employ, not her, maybe it's not just her family. Maybe it'll be previous apprentice contestants as well. Maybe. There you go. Maybe. Just, you know, anybody that's passed her in the last five days, she's going to give a job to. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
better in the Philippines at the moment. I've been up since 5am watching this episode on my WhatsApp screen um, with my dad and <laughs> with my dad and Lisa, which is my dad's partner. Hello, Lisa. Um, and so I watched the sunrise, watched it, and then I've been waiting to have breakfast, but apparently my boyfriend's just eating breakfast without me now. So good. that's good. Who would you give the £250,000 to then, Jade? Oh, good question. Uh, Camilla, definitely. I would yep. have given it to her from the beginning. I just really like her. I think she's a really... Um, do you know what I like about it? And this is one of my biggest regrets of The Apprentice last year. I don't feel like I was myself 100% on it because I think I was so concerned about, well, making my family proud um, and just looking really professional because I wanted it so bad. Um, I don't think I let who I was particularly shine through because I was scared of people judging me. Whereas I think Camilla, she has just been herself the whole way through. I don't think she's tried to necessarily... Yeah, I've got to say that I don't think when you go into Claude and go, you that wasn't the, high, wasn't the highlight, was it really? No, but I do like the fact that in that... It sounds so silly. In everyday life, yeah, it's totally... Well, it's easy to be yourself, isn't it? But when you've got cameras on you, it's amazing how much you feel pressure to sort of just be professional the whole time. So I, I actually like that she's just been 100% herself. Um, and I think that she does have an amazing product. I know I would definitely buy it. Um, yes. I think my friends would buy it too. Yeah, Camilla. But I do really like Sean. I think she's I think she's really good too. I think the right two people are in the final. Yes, the things we didn't really know, some of the other business plans as they've gone by. The one that I thought was possibly... The strongest one I have heard was Jackie. You know, I think she'd, she'd had, um, you know, uh, experience of building a business up to a reasonable size, selling it, and she wanted to go and do something that was even bigger again. And I thought that was possibly something that Lord Sugar would have been interested in. These ones, they are at such an early stage. I mean, for Camilla to only have had three months' experience, I mean, uh, you know, three months is literally no time at all in terms of running a business. Okay. You have to remember, this whole show, let's be honest, is is PR for Lord Sugar. He probably makes more money than 250 grand from this whole show. So let's be honest, this whole Apprentice thing is all a PR show, essentially. What looks good on Lord Sugar? Ooh, I've taken a risk. If you, if you look at the wording, it's I'm taking a risk, I'm taking a chance, I'm doing this. Yeah. And it's all very geared towards the, look, I'm a really... And I'm, I'm, I'm sure he is... But from a PR perspective, it's, oh, look, I'm so good. I'm investing in these young startups. I'm taking the chance on them, blah, yep. blah, blah. So I Well, I definitely think he's taking like a that. chance this year. De I mean, he's definitely, definitely taking some risks this year. And it is literally spin of a coin as to whether either of these businesses would work. You know, but listen, mm. at the end of the day, they're both talented girls, you know, obviously very hardworking girls, but... Um, Will their products work? I think it's, it's almost too early to say, and so I think he really is taking a big punt on this one. Dun, dun, dun. To be continued. Exactly. I rather liked it when Mike Souter said to, I think, it, was, it, was it Camilla, when she said that she had, oh, yes, that's right, uh, she tried to get in touch with some magazines um, including Mike Suter's one, and basically the people didn't work there anymore. Yeah, so 
it's one of those, it's like I've worked there for years. Basically, it probably had never worked there, maybe worked there for a couple of days or something like that. But, but basically, um, again, I love, the, I love the interviews where they set people up. It's fantastic, isn't it? They, because they know very well that, for instance, that Daniel hadn't sold a million, but, and in the end, they got him to admit that he hadn't sold a million. And whereas it was like he might have written that in the Amazon advert to begin with, bit by bit he was like, well, was it 50%, 60%, 70%? And he got him to agree in the end that he had 100% written that number of a million in. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of thing, what, when, when these sort of things happen, you just cringe and you just want to like curl up in a ball and, and put your fingers in your ears. Um, but that's obviously why we watch it, isn't it? Because luckily it's not us being grilled to within an inch of our lives. Yeah. Well, the so. funny thing is, is when you start the process, you write things in to make sure that you get noticed. Yes. And then when it actually comes around, you think, oh my God, I remember, <laughs> I think I lied about something on my application. The tiny thing, but the whole, the whole 10 weeks up to that, I was thinking, oh my God, when I get to the interview stages, they're going to make me look like such an idiot. So part of me was kind of glad when I didn't. <laughs> exactly. So it was a blessing in disguise, wasn't it? So you see, although exactly. I still think that your business idea was a really, really good business idea. So you see, if it had been here this year, when he's investing in much younger companies, maybe you'd have had a better chance. Maybe. There you go. I'm still gutted that they edited out my, with regret, because the whole time, like, obviously, in that six-month period where it's been edited, I was like, oh, it's all right, Dad, don't worry. Lord Sugar said to me, it is with regret that we've fired you. And then we got to it. We got to the end bit, and they edited it out. So it was just like, yeah, Jade, you're fired. I was like, what? No regrets. It did happen, I promise. Je ne regret rien. No, there you go. And I'm the other sure thing, he does. I'm sure he has sleepless nights. Exactly. And the other thing I noticed is that for Sabrina and for Khadija, we never got to see them in the... Um, in the cab, did we? In the taxi. Oh, yeah. That's it was only point. Daniel we saw in the taxi. So all that time, all that time um, being filled going in the taxi was completely wasted. Useless. That is funny, isn't it? I didn't notice that. Thanks very much, Dad. Oh, God, I can't move on my dad on it. <laughs> we'll be chatting more Apprentice on the final on Sunday. The Apprentice Qualified was produced by Juliet Nichols and Sylvia Sunshine. I'll see you all on Sunday.